But you guys, as soon as you like that team is on top one bit, all of a sudden, all this, oh, we don't need player, this player is not good, or this player is not that. You would never hear that before. You've, you you heard that you had, you would maybe other fans, but you heard that from me. You would have thought you had the best players in the world, fam. Oh, nah, Gab- nah, nah, Gabriel nah. played one one or two games. Oh, we're good now. Up defending problem. Like Mas- um, Tierney played one game or two games. Is the best left back in the Premier League. He's not the best left back <laughs> in the Premier League. No one ever said that, but I get you. Yeah. Episode of Red Divided, myself Tommy. You got Ade here. And you got myself Ham. There'll be no AKA this week. <laughs> Just be pretty simple. It will be instead of AKA, unfortunately, it will be RIP. So um, rest in peace to Diego Maradona and sadly to um, Papa Buba Diop as well. Just touching on Papa Buba Diop. I think it was the 2002 World Cup, right? Or was it 2006? Um, when he scored the goals France. that knocked out that France, yeah, yeah, in the group stages. I think it's 2002, was it 2002? 2002, yeah, yeah. I believe it was 2002 when France got um, France didn't win a game in the group stages, yeah, I think so. And they, um, and they got, yeah, because it was, it was because they won France won the World Cup in that, yeah, so I, yeah, I know it was the, after, after yeah. 2002, yeah, yeah, that's it. Senegal qualified, and um, Papa Boudiop. Diop was a guy that scored, didn't it? Remember the celebration when he took yeah. off his top and he all danced around the top and that. And I was looking at that Senegal team and I was thinking, bloody yeah, that was a strong team. And obviously he was a key cog in that team as well, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So obviously we got to, we got to see snapshots of the Senegal players because we saw Diop there and Liverpool bought Diop. We saw Salif Diaw and Liverpool bought and Salif Diaw as well. They had another star player. I can't remember his name, but he was a winger. I think he was one number 11, but he was sick as well. But um, yeah, we got to see Papa Diop as well in the Premiership. Yeah. I... I forgot he played for West Ham and um, and Birmingham. But I think he played like a couple of games for them. But I remember Diop from Fulham and Portsmouth, innit? And him just being nicknamed the wardrobe and just being like a solid centre mid, innit? That had that ferocious shot. So it was kind of sad to get the news that he'd passed away. Obviously, I didn't know what he was doing with his life or his career at all, innit? After he left the mm. Premiership. And to got to pass at 42. That's so, too yeah. young. Rest in peace to I him. was saying that Maradona's passing, that he was young the other day. And he's 60. Let yeah. Oh, yeah, that's like, bro. That's literally baby, baby. Yeah. Still, that's quite that's quite sad because obviously, as I was saying before we jumped on, like there's a contrast between him and Maradona. With Maradona, obviously, I've never actually seen Maradona play, so it's all just what I hear from like what the pundits, um, everyone else that's watching play, and you watch some of the highlights, and that's the like that's the best you get from Maradona, but um. Obviously, it's still very sad that he's passed away. But we, obviously, everyone's fully aware, like, of the type of life that Maradona lives any lived anyway. But um, yeah, but it is sad, and obviously, for one of the greatest to um, pass away is quite um, sad. But with um, Diop, obviously, we all seen him play, and obviously, I remember my early memories probably be um, the FA Cup with um, Portsmouth because he won yeah. the FA Cup with Portsmouth. 
Portsmouth. I think it was in a team with Portsmouth, right? <laughs> no, yeah, not... yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, not... yeah, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah. But yeah. So, cause yeah. So um, but yeah, I can't even remember. Yeah. So I always remember him. As you said, he's just like a massive presence in like um, on in the middle of the pitch. So um, yeah, it's quite a sad man to hear that. And such a young age, forty-two years old. Nah, that is young, man. That is very young. So it's quite sad. Yeah, I remember him at Fulham. Like, I just remember him being a unit. Like, he's he's a type of like Yaya type player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That that type of like attributes. The physical attributes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was he was solid. Like when you saw a match with him in it, you could see he was holding his own, and you could see he was adding to the team. Because yeah. back in that Fulham team, he used to score some good goals as well. Yeah. But, Yes, it's it's definitely a shame. Yeah, and no, I was sad to see him go. But just touching on um Maradona, um I know before we jumped on, he said um he made a good point that obviously we never really got to see Maradona at his um at his peaks in it when he was winning the leagues of Napoli. He won two leagues of Napoli when he won the the World Cup of Argentina in '86. We never got to see him then, but um I saw glimpses. Like I know I saw glimpses. I remember like. Um, World Cup 94 it's one of my earliest memories of football innit and that was when he was at the peak of his madness innit you know when he was because remember if you remember he got kicked out that was the end of his international career that was the yeah yeah so you got to see him but then obviously it's my introduction to football so I don't really like I'm looking at him and I think he ain't all that Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying that that, that was my first early memory of Maradona thinking who's this madman that's celebrating like wildly in front of the camera Because remember he had that mad celebration as well, and I remember they beat Nigeria two yeah. one. I know he, I know he played that game. He didn't score. Yeah. And, um, it was after that game that they did the test, and that, that yeah, after it. that game he failed the test. He got kicked up. But obviously, as I'm getting into football more, night Euro '96, obviously working, and you, you're reading more about football. You the like the greats that have come before Johan Cruyff, uh, Marco van Basten, and you're hearing everyone speak about Maradona. Like, yeah, best player ever. It's out of him and Pele. Out of him and Pele. And I speak to my dad. My dad's like a massive, massive football fan, played football in Nigeria and everything. And he would always go on about Pele and Maradona. And just because you know, Nigerians love skillful players. Yeah. Right? Like, you see all that, see all that. Yeah, he's a good passer. And that Nigerian <laughs> care about just show me that can he take the whole team that can dribble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my dad used to always because my dad, yeah, funny, funny. And I'm sure you lot, uh, parents as well, or all the African listeners, their dad, my dad never spoke about positions like left yeah, wing, yeah. right wing. His numbers, dad, bro, speaks about. Players yeah, by numbers. When I was, when so I was if he said number seven, that's the right wing. Yeah, bro. I, I would say, yeah. So he'd always say the best number ten, Pele Maradona, number ten, because they're like that's always the best player. And if you were number ten back then, you're the best player. Mm. And it's just widely renowned. So when I'm now watch, obviously when I'm now watching like clips of it, and I'm thinking, wow, this guy could actually ball. And then you you see what other players speak about him, like other players that you may regard as your heroes, like Henri or whoever it may be speak about him and you're thinking, yeah, this guy must have been, yeah. must have been something. And then obviously this whole, since he passed away, I've just been watching bare stuff on YouTube and the guy was different class. Like the, it's like the ball was stuck to his foot. Mm. Yeah. And he was just, you just, he just, at any given moment, he could shift his five foot, whatever, body weight, left, right, and beat four or five men at any, at any given chance. And such a, such a top player. But I think T touched on his life outside of football and I think that was part of his demise, if I can say so, in terms of how he lived his life. But that's why when I posted RIP, I said to a man that lived his life... Yeah, I was bullet. about to... You know what? I was lit. You took the words out of my mouth so I was actually going to say that. Man, remember, 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 you know, remember... Uh, 
You know Pablo Escobar? You know when he built his um, jail? Yeah. You know when he got arrested and he built his own jail? Yeah. You know he invited Maradona to come and play football in that <laughs> film? Like Maradona and Bear Man, it's, it's widely known, isn't it? Maradona and Bear Man flew in on a, on a flew in, went there, played football with Escobar. He entertained Escobar and he kept it moving. Yeah. He's just a wild guy, brother. So, talking about, I mean, complaining about players in this day and age, but talking about a player that lived the life to the fullest, like, he's definitely the one, man. He's definitely the one. But it's a shame, as I said, we didn't get to see him play. But as I said, in terms of like car kids, they're probably going to be seeing the same, the same with like Messi and, and the Ronaldo's once. Like, obviously, once they grow up and start watching football properly, they're like, they're just going to think, oh, you know what? Yeah, my dad did tell me that this players are the best, but. I've got what well, I watch so and so and so and so play. So um yeah, so we just have to wait and see anyway, man. And see how that, that gets on. But yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to um, present day present day matters. We'll start we just had a bit of sadness, so we'll go to the good before we come to my constant bad with my team. <laughs> oh, I, I thought yours was we'll start good. with the good. I thought yours was good. <laughs> no. Ollie's still in the job, innit? That's the oh. good. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously United United play Southampton in it two nil down three times. How do you not feel? Wait, no. How did you not feel when it was? Give me break break it down to me. How you felt when you started the game? Then you saw your team go two nil down. Then you saw the subs, and then you went, and then you won the game three two. What was your emotions? Now you know what? Yeah, I was actually watching the game. I remember that I was I was like I don't, I didn't you didn't watch the start of the game right? So, like, yeah. So <laughs> so I tutor on a Sunday. So slightly I keep the commentary on. As I'm tutoring, <laughs> oh, so I was messaging God. Tom. I was actually messaging Tom. So for the first goal, I hope the kids and the parents are listening to this podcast. <laughs> what, what, this is what you're paying your tutor to do. <laughs> so, secretly, I was like watching the commentary, and then I messaged Tom after the first goal, and then after the second goal, I was like, "Did War Price go? Was it a free kick? Was it a free kick?" <laughs> so I was literally running as the match was going on. I was just messaging him. <laughs> what was this? What was that? Yeah, but yeah, it was an interesting one. Because I was watching it and I was obviously messaging Addy that it's quite a shame that we went 2-0 down because we was actually playing well. So I was actually telling Addy that, that we was actually playing well. So um, it was just against the runner play that obviously went 2-0 down. What, the first goal, I'm trying to remember, yeah, the, like the corner kick, sloppy, um, Fred giving away. Like, given what Prowse, like, I was I literally on the phone to my other friend like at that time when he gave away that free kick. I said, "This is a penalty. You're more or less giving away a penalty." It's light work, bro. You, know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't give away free kicks like that. What for? Like against Southampton in that area, bro. You just don't. You're more or less giving a penalty away, and I knew it. So I thought, oh, two 0 down. I can't lie to you. So I was speaking to my friend Tolks, but you know what gave me hope because usually. I'm the optimistic one and Tolks is a pessimistic one. Isn't it? So he's always saying, no, oh, the game's over, the game's over. And I'm always trying to say, no, no, try and get him to see the positive side of things. But I still wasn't pissed because I knew he was playing well. And then, yeah, yeah. yeah I was still wasn't pissed because I knew he was playing well. I was just a bit upset thinking, like, the star that actually, was actually playing good football and all of a sudden, like, they messed it up. So because Tolks said that, I thought, oh, you know what? Okay, I think we are going to win then. So I, so, I was, so I was quite hopeful. To, you trying to use reverse psychology? Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I was quite hopeful. And then one of the things, i got to give him credit when credit is due. I'm not going to like, obviously, I know I banter him a lot and just say he's not the right man for the job. But 
he made us off straight away. Like, this, Big up, my boy, Oli. this is one of the things that we've been asking him to do. Do you get what I mean? Don't sit there and start until, like, the eighth minute and then decided you want to make a change. He heard you guys. I didn't talk. My boy heard you. He heard he you. Nothing. He's taking him months. <laughs> he finally don't worry I got the message across the carrot and then yes. he heard you second bro. half he made um yeah straight um two subs I can't remember who who took off first took off um can't remember anyone Greenwood. yeah Greenwood come yeah, off Greenwood and someone off else I can't remember who the person, second person was yeah he made two and Teller's come off Teller's come off and Brandon Williams yeah that's off. it yeah so two subs um Greenwood. I was a bit thinking, huh? Why did they take off Greenwood? But I'd still, to be honest with you, but I knew we was playing well, so I can understand, to be honest with you. So it didn't really have to change much because it wasn't as if it was playing bad. So, and obviously the movement I would be talking about in terms of what our other strikers lacked, that's what um, Cavani, Cavani offered. offered. Do you know what I mean? So he was getting, because them goals that he was scoring, if he, if he didn't have a player like that, there was no way he would have scored that goal with like um, the... Um, the Rashford and the Martial because the first goal obviously he worked the ball in and you know who he was in there our saviour <laughs> Fernandez. <laughs> everything we seem to do comes through him anyway do you get what I mean so yeah he's obviously got the goal and then yeah and the movement for the like the last two goals was just like I think Fernandez shot he had a shot but um, deflected but the position that he picks up no one like Rashford and Martial are not going to pick up those positions and, yeah, never, and never. They will never pick those position up. And even with the last goal, he's always <laughs> trying to get ahead of like the defenders. So like Rashford's crossed the ball in, he was he, he made the run into like the near post to get ahead of the defender, and just movements like that. We don't have that in Rashford and Martial. So um, now nah, it was a great game though, and it just takes you back. Really, obviously, you don't. I don't want to get too excited because I said I'm not getting too high, too low, but I was happy in it. I was, I was happy and I was able to watch like you know when your team's playing first and you got all the big games later on there's no better relax. feeling yeah relax. <laughs> there's no better feeling getting getting your game out of the way and relaxing and enjoying the rest like and to be honest the results for the weekend was perfect for United was <laughs> just perfect for United so, yeah, it's true everyone dropping points around you isn't it? everyone dropped points I so, think, it was just so what I did, did you get to see the second half at it what's that did you get to see the second half at least? Yeah, yeah. watched towards like the last 20 minutes. But in all honesty, I think if there was anybody we wanted to go two goals down to, it would have been Southampton. Like from winning positions, they drop a ridiculous amount of points. I think since... Um, past- yeah, I didn't know that until Sky Sports put that stat up. Yeah, so um, it was the same thing they were saying when they played... Who did they play the week before? Wolves, they played Wolves, they won their up. Yeah, so same thing they said back then was since Hassan, I think it's since Hassan Wolfhuton took over, they've dropped the most points from winning positions. So when it was yeah, I think it's them or their, se- or their second, I think it's them or their second, yeah. So, yeah, if they second, is literally somebody must have just overtaken them. Yeah, it's them and someone else that yeah, got the most points yeah. from winning positions. Because it's, it's, it's a madness. And we've done it as well. It must have been two seasons ago where we were 2 0 down and we still beat them 3 2. So I wasn't even worried. I was just like, just don't let Fernandez score. I don't mind. Just <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought you know what? Because I, I was um, I saw the the first twenty minutes, and then I couldn't watch the rest of the game. I just heard the commentary, but I know that United started off well. But I know when they got their two goals, as soon as they got their two goals, they finished a half stronger. 
Yeah. So Southampton got their two goals up and they finished a half stronger. I think because I think United were probably a bit shell shocked, in it? So they could have went three 0 up. So I think it was vitally important that it stayed two 0 And then you brought sorry Tom, the sub was um Henderson. Remember Henderson came on for the Gea. Oh, okay, yeah. And Cavani came on yeah, for yeah. yeah. And Brandon yeah. Williams came on for Tellers later. Okay, yeah. So then obviously you put Henderson in and Cavani's come on and then Yeah. When I see so as soon as United I didn't really watch the game, but obviously the commentary so I'd only um I'd only turn to the TV when I heard that United scored, didn't I? When I'm seeing the goals, especially Cavani's goals, it was just like, it was it was basically regurgitating what I said the week before about his movement being probably arguably the best I've seen like live in terms of his movement. is just amazing, live out. I just think he's not up there with like the top, top strikers because his conversion rate ain't the greatest, isn't it? Mm. He don't convert all these chances. But in terms of his movement, it's exemplary. Like he gets into position all the time because he's, always, yeah, like Tom said earlier, he's always trying to get in front of the defender quicker, like a yard. He's, he's brain thinking quicker than the defenders, basically, isn't it? Mm. Because if you put it, because I watched the match of the day too, and I see Alan Shearer um, dissecting Tammy Abraham's game, innit? Trying, obviously, Alan Shearer, top striker in the league, trying to show where Tammy Abraham can get better, innit? And all the points he was saying as to how he could get better is stuff that Cavani does already. Yeah, but obviously Cavani's a grown man. Cavani's 33, 34. He's a grown man. He's a, he's a fucking striker for years, isn't it? So he's perfected his game when it comes to, okay, I might not be the quickest, but what I'm gonna do is I'm always gonna be in position first. And as long as I'm in position first, I trust my ability to score. And those two goals were just perfect for what United need and a number nine, which they haven't had. That's why, and I don't, I don't rip Martial. Like, I, like I said, I don't dislike the brother, but I just don't think that he's fulfilling his potential at all. Yeah, and I don't think he ever will at United. That's just my opinion. Do, isn't it? do you think part of it's um, players just being different? So, like when I look at myself, when like I used to play full out up, up front, I would say one of my best attributes was my movement. So, if you remember when we used to play the eleven sides, I used to actually score quite a few goals, but they were always like goals of just getting somewhere, nicking in before the defender. Yeah. Those types of goals because that's just how I grew up. But now we're getting a lot of like strikers that are more rounded in football, right? So maybe they don't work on the movement as much because you. I think it's a. I think it's a detriment because I think the point you're trying to make is a lot of strikers that I see anyway. I would have played them. A lot of players now they want to come to the ball. Yeah. They want to receive the ball, innit? Yeah. Whereas a lot of strikers back in the day, you look at Gabriel Batistuta. Um, Viali, but them and they don't need the ball at feet in Zagi. Yeah, their thing is I'm gonna play on the last defender. My movement is I'm gonna go across to come back to come back again. So by the time I do that movement, all you gotta do is make sure the ball is fine and I'm gonna score. Yeah, a bit like what Angelotti wants Dominic Carver-Lewin to do now: be in the box, make the right movements. I'll do everything around you. You just make the movements in the box, and you're gonna get your goals. Brilliant. And I swear, Brilliant. I swear, he's not goal scorer. Yeah, is is with that is a bit of a tricky one, isn't it? Because like and it also like it's about having confidence in your like in your midfield players, your wingers to create for you. Um, like with United, we are create at the moment. We're creating a lot of chances, so if you'd have that confidence with the rest of them, thinking I don't need to get involved, let me just get in. Do you get what I mean? Because obviously, like Aubameyang is suffering from that when it comes to Arsenal. Because Aubameyang is sli- it's slightly different. He's he doesn't get involved in the play. He wants mm. to get. Uh, we'll, obviously, we're going to go into Arsenal in a second. He doesn't get involved in the play, and I, and I always say that that's my gripe with Aubameyang. That if he's not scoring, he's not really doing much. And in terms of his, like his hold up play, is not great and so forth. But if you're not creating for someone like Aubameyang, 
don't expect him to score. Don't he's not do you get what I mean? Because you know how you know his game as it is already. Do you get what I mean? You know how to get the best of the, the best out of the guy. So if you're not creating for the guy, don't expect a miracle from Aubameyang. And with someone like Martial, as you said, with him, it's like he's the opposite. He wants to get involved. But then what we we don't need that in United. So it's a, we don't, honestly don't need that. because We need a rude, put the ball in the back of the net. Yeah, put the ball in the back of the net. We've been struggling with, as you said, Adi, like you've been saying that for a few years, because obviously I'm always, I'm always complaining about the defence, but you always say, you always refer to the like, our goal comparison to like to the yeah, top I think teams. That's generally because of where we play on the pitch. Yeah. So my brain is just always, why are we not scoring more goals? Yeah, it's true. Okay, it's true. Because I'm generally a defender, you're an attacker. Yeah, it's true. That like, but it's just, I just, we need a goal, bro. We don't need you to be like, I love my shot. You know me, he's always, he's my favourite player. Like, it's, just, it's not, it's just his ability. You know? And I think the reason why, uh, which I don't mind United keeping him. Honestly, uh, honestly, I don't mind us keeping it because is this, the thing about him, and I think Gary Neville said this, and I always refer back to it, is the reason why we keep you keep him there is that you're afraid of what you're going to lose with him. So he's either you leave him there, let him rot, and okay, cool. We give you the, like, whatever contract you need here. If you're going to do bad, do bad here, but don't go elsewhere <laughs> and go and shine. <laughs> That's the thing, bro. Don't do a rum little kaku. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? But you're afraid of what you're going to lose with him because you can easily go somewhere and find a perfect environment and just, the guy, he can just do a madness there because I don't think ability, you, ability-wise, you're not, be, like, we're not doubting your ability, what you have, you know, do you know what I mean? But it's just the little part of the game that you should be working on, you're not working on it. It's just like, and, don't you speak, like, don't the manager speak to him in training, like, bro. And to be fair, I think Social has told him, because Social did do an interview before saying that. Yeah, I'm sure Oli does. Yeah, that. yeah, Oli has said it before, said... And Oli was a centre-forward Yeah, himself, I think he it? scored a spectacular goal one time. Oli said, like, I know he can score all those goals, but those are not the kind of goals I get happy about when he scores. Like, Oli says that. Oli says, I want him to, to score the easier ones. And Oli's always said that. So, it's like, it's a shame, really, do you know what I mean? But obviously, the good thing is now that we got Cavani in it, so... um like whereas before we didn't have that option, so now we have that option. We got Cavani. So if you can't do that, don't be upset if they put you on the bench, or don't be upset if you're playing out of the wing. Because if someone else can do that, there's no way we're gonna like put you put you there just so you can just win us penalties. We need more than that. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Obviously, for for England reasons, I hope that um I hope that Mason Greenwood is pulling Edison Cavani aside after training and just saying, oh, can you stay behind with me for like half an hour, 45, and just like give me tips on how I can improve my movement. And that obviously for United, I don't ever want him to score ever again. (laughs) But for England, because like I say, I see a top, top player in Greenwood. I hope that every little bit that he can add to his game, to add to his repertoire to make him a better player, I hope he capitalises on it. Like I say about Cavani, I think he's got one of the best movements I've ever seen. So I hope that Greenwood, for his own development and for England's development, he is speaking to Cavani. Because with Martial, for me, that's a lost hope, isn't it? He plays the way he plays, isn't it? I don't think he's going to change the way his game is, isn't it? Mm. But I think Greenwood, he's still got bare time to adapt, to change. And he looks, obviously, with finishing, he's got it, isn't it? So yeah. if he can add, like, the movement to his finishing, he'd, he'd be sensational. He'd be sensational. So that, that Cavani deal is looking like a good deal, though, right, boys? 
Yeah, so far so good. I know you weren't happy with. I know you weren't happy with your business, but it's looking decent, right? Yeah. So well, it's obviously, it's, yeah. So far so good. To be honest with you. Hopefully, he gets a free game ban for the little racist remark that he made. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a, oh, it's a shame. It's a shame that that happened. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I do. It, I mean, I don't. I don't want to shed too much light on it, but I do. My personal opinion, I do genuinely think he was just saying it because that is how they speak out there, isn't it? In the um, South, um, South America. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I do think yeah, I the standards that. that the Premier League have set in place from the start of the year, which they told the players about when the when it comes to social media, it's an automatic free game ban if there's anything that brings the game into disrepute. So I think just off that, he should be given a free match game, whether or not he meant it or he didn't mean it. I know Oli was saying it wasn't intentional, but yeah, I give him a free match ban to keep it intentional and. Having a bit more insight of how they talk in all these Spanish-speaking countries, it was definitely like even a term of endearment, right? But things are different. I think it's they have to educate them as soon as they come to the country, but then also in their countries until their countries make a decision that actually, if you're saying something about someone, whether it's positive or negative or just general, you don't need to mention the colour of their skin. Yeah, yeah, of right. course, of course. So I think until that becomes a norm in their, in, like, in their native land, it's, it's going to be difficult, or it's always going to be a risk of this happening again. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see what the league does with him, but not, not, to, um, not to dampen his thing. He done his thing over the weekend, got a double, and um, hopefully he does play against PSG and he's able to do the number of his old team, in it? <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Because they're, like, they're struggling. You, see, you, lot see, you lot see PSG over the weekend? Yeah, yeah, saw that. Saw two, that. two, two. Yeah. Did you see them when they lost against Monaco? They were two nil up and then lost. Yeah, I yeah, saw yeah, that yeah. One too. I saw they lost three two. Yeah, yeah, they've been struggling. So hopefully, all we need was a is a draw anyway. So like we just like I think if he can like qualify for the next stage of the Champions League um tomorrow, then um it's just gonna give give the like team a lot of confidence going into like Saturday, um against West Ham and then then we have the Manchester derby. So I think. Tomorrow will really determine like um, our next few games. To be honest with you, so let's wait and see. If Oli beats PSG tomorrow, I want Ed to give him a new contract on the spot. That means he would have beaten PSG three times. Are you mad? As long as you're <laughs> giving him the money, bro. Nah, man. Nah, people need to put respect to my boy's name, bro. Are you mad? Man, get to beat PSG three times in a row. Right. Qualify for the Champions League with a game to spare. And there's people out there that still want my boy out. He must be smoking some hard drugs out here, man. It's all right, then, mate. All Big right. up, Oliver, my guy, doing his thing, bro. Where you lot now in the league? Fourth, fifth or something? No, I think it's seventh, eighth, eighth or so. But we've got a game in hand. You should know. We've got a game in hand. You're like, we're ahead of you, a game in hand. Yeah, yeah, bro. You're, bro, you're doing your thing, but you know me. I'm Oli in, bro. I'm Oli in. <laughs> bro, I'm, not, I'm not against you, bro. I'm not against <laughs> you. <against that. laughs> I'm not against you, that. I'm only in, I'm Arteta in. <laughs> are, you, are you trying to move to Arsenal, that? Is that what you're trying to do there? No, I'm just that saying, you're Arsenal. I'm just saying, like, we're just ahead of you because it's not too long ago, like, um, there's a lot of noise about you being... Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs> I'm allowed to get excited when we beat United. Football's, so, football's a cruel game, innit? Nah, football's a cruel game. Football's a cruel game, bro. But I remember I was down when Ade Abama Bukhart Vardy lost the left start <laughs> and I was up. Abama Bukhart Pogba. And now I'm down. <laughs> football, just a, got whooped. football is a cruel game, bro. Trust me. Football is ups and downs. It's emotions, isn't it? Look at you lot screaming and shouting, Oli out, Oli out. Now look at the thing. Football, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. What are you saying, though? What are you saying about your boys, bro? But to be honest, before you talk here, bro, I've got to give a shout out to this, um, to that boy, but Neto, bro. Bloody hell, bro. 
<laughs> he was moving mad on Sunday against you guys, man. You see what he did to a, what he did to that right back of yours? No. And that was my third sub on fantasy. Oh, that's <laughs> not my right back, by the way. But yeah. What he did, nah, he was telling him in and out, man. And that's not my same thing, that's like not my right back. It wasn't as bad on the other side, but um, especially in the first half too. I think Traore come he come down in the second half, but he was giving Tierney the run around too in the first half. Well, um, no, I think all three of them was on smoke. Him, Podence, and Neto. Yeah, it was. Yeah, nah, there were just Podence's goal, the composure for that, bro. Lionel Messi esque in it. Oh my god, that goal was disgusting. Bro. <laughs> disgusting. It was Lionel Messi esque, man. Oh, disgusting. What are you saying, though, Hammer? What What are you saying? Like, so obviously, a lot, a lot of the noise is about you guys not creating chances. What are you saying about that? About not creating chances? Yeah. I mean, if you if you ask me, I'm a I'm a realist, innit? So I have a lot. I got another group where it's literally just me and three of my other brothers are Arsenal fan and one other brother that's not Arsenal fan. And even if you go into that group chat, you'll see me saying that ever since Santi Carzola got injured, I, I believe against Luda Goretz in the Champions League, and he never played for us again. Part of me died that day because we have been toothless attacking wise. <laughs> Like our, our, the way we play football since we lost Santi is just it's a joke. So we just about make ends meet in it. And luckily for us, we stumbled on Aubameyang, and his goals have got us out of trouble. And I think a lot of opposing fans will say that, uh if it weren't for Aubameyang's goal, Arsenal will be like fighting relegation or near the bottom. And they're being proven right this season. <laughs> if we don't have, if Abba doesn't score, no one else scores in it. Yeah, and if you look at if you look at my midfield, if you look at the makeup of our midfield, where is the third man runner? Where do the goals come from? From the middle of the park. If you look at my wingers now, yeah, we have a 33, 32 year old Willian. We have Saka, who's just making his second full season, yeah, in a, as a professional footballer. Then you got who else? Nicolas Pepe, who's just what is his second season in the league. He's stuttering and starting, Omen and Arid. Then you've got Reese Nelson, another young player, come back from um, Hoffenheim, didn't really do his thing out there, can't cross the football. So those are my wide players, yeah? And obviously Martinelli's out injured. So those are my wide players. My midfield, like I said, there's nothing coming from my midfield. You know what I think about Granit Xhaka. I have no time for him. I don't think, I don't think he's a good footballer, innit? That's my opinion. So, so there's, nothing, there's nothing there. You know what I think about my right-back? I think full-backs in today's game have to be progressive and have to be really, really good. Hector Bellerin, for me, is not a right-back, innit? Like, I've, I've wanted him out for long, innit? So if that's the makeup of my team, I can't really expect much. Like I think I spoke to UT after the game and I said every time we attack, I was sitting there calm because I knew he was never gonna score. <laughs> I knew he was never gonna score. It's like pass side, side. Okay, it's like they're trying to figure stuff out like within themselves, but they don't have the answers. So it's like, okay, I'm gonna give the ball to you and I hope you figure it out. Or you're gonna give it back to me, oh shit. Well, I haven't got the answer. Let me give it to him to see if he can figure it out. So well, we just look toothless. We don't look like we don't look like we're gonna score goals, and that's not down to like I'm not here for none of this uh, to air out stuff. Now I'm not here for none of that. That's just I don't believe in. If I'm saying I, w- I still want Oli in the job after two years, that's that should let you know where my mindset is when it comes to managers. I definitely believe they deserve time. They need to be given time to fulfill their um, philosophy and then how they want their teams to play. So with Arteta, I don't. I'm not here to to bash the man in it. I was I, we was all happy when we won the FA Cup when we beat. City when we beat Chelsea, he was all happy we went away to beat um, United and now we've lost three home games. It's understandable. Fans are going to be upset but all this, oh, he, if we lose at Tottenham, I want him to get sacked. That's nonsense, bro. And then what? And then get who? Get who? 
Well, with the goal situation, Ham, just for like, sorry to cut you off, with the goal situation, I hear what you're saying, obviously, in terms of like the team set up, the players that you got there. Bro, but the thing what I'm trying to say is not much has changed. Like, if anything, you've added to your team and you've all, you've never really had any trouble scoring goals. So what is the problem now? No, I would say a lot of people that don't watch Arsenal will say we haven't had problems with goals. But I watch my team properly, innit? Like I watch and I know we like creatively. No, but the stats because... no, but the stats is there, innit? I hear what you're saying in terms of no, watching that's, it. That's Abba's goals though, innit? And if you look at the goals, I don't think you'll see a lot of like Arsenal S goals. Like when I say Arsenal S goals, I mean like the way we used to play football. Like it's nice, it's expansive, it's nice on the eye, it's easy on the eye. We're, we're carving teams open and we're scoring goals. We're not, bro. I go to the Emirates team. We, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're, there's not. I'm not seeing football that yet. I'm jumping off my seat. Remember, I had Emery as manager and never Arteta. It's not. It's not that. And like the last couple of years of Wenger, it was a struggle. It was a struggle. Mm. Remember, that's why Ozil come out of the team. Why do you think Ozil gets ripped by Arsenal fans so much? Everyone's screaming they want Ozil back in. I need to. Remember, I was leaving the Emirates one day, yeah, boys, yeah, and I was coming down the steps, and then this random fan was talking to me and my bridging, yeah, and he was ripping Mesut Ozil. He's like, the biggest problem with Arsenal Football Club is Mesut Ozil. Fucking waste of money. <laughs> and he wasn't the only one, yeah. So I'm not here for this. Oh, if we bring up Ozil back, it's going to solve our problems. It won't. We've watched Mikel. Like, Mesut Ozil should never ever travel with the team when we go to play away from home because we play with a passenger every time we take him away from home. Hmm. And I've watched him at the Emirates, and yes, he's got all the ability in the world, all the talent in the world. But we've we've watched Mezu with Arsenal, and it, it just didn't work, innit? That's why he was getting dropped, and that's why yeah. he didn't play. Yeah, I hear what you're saying, but my my thing is, yeah, it's not like I'm not with discussing Ozil. Like the managers decided to take the Ozil out of the team, whatever, whatever reason it is, like he's out of the team, innit? Because you know how same thing with Pogba. If he decides to take someone out of the team, whatever reason it's he's out of the team, I'm not going to think about them. They're out of the team, but you can surely. If you were scoring goals before, it can't just dry up just like that. And with what you got there, there are other teams in the league. And forget like um, chances created because the stats was um, there was they were saying it the other day. Um, there's only other there's only two teams that's created worse chance I mean less chances than you in the whole league, and that's Burnley and Leicester. And yeah. Leicester are fourth. Yeah, so, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So remember, Jamie Vardy scored like Jamie Vardy scored like how many penalties? <laughs> Yeah, but unless bro, unless they're fourth, do you know what I mean? Like, regardless whether they like created less than you or not, they're fourth, bro. Like, and all this, what I'm, what I'm trying to say, even if you're trying to be compact at the back, it's not exactly helping you because you're still conceding, and you, especially at home, especially at home, like, bro, go for it. If you're gonna lose, like, if you, if there's anywhere that you need to be expansive, and um, and play attacking football, it has to be at home. It yeah, has cool. to be. I just, I just, I'm just, I'm just like I said. I think when I started, I'm just gonna keep it short and kind of end it here. Like I said, I started, I'm a realist to that. When I watch my team, I just know that player for player, it's just not good enough, isn't it? Like, whether or not the system is helping them or not, that's a discussion for another day. But just player for player, when I look at the team going forward, it's just, it's just not good enough, isn't it? Like I watch Leicester play. I, I watch Leeds play. Obviously, Leeds battered us, and I watch them play against Everton. And mm. They were just beautiful. Calvin Phillips, just the central piece, and everyone else moving around him. Lovely. Jack Harrison's better than my players, bro. Jack Harrison, that former City player, he's better than the players that we got. No. <laughs> yeah. The lad that they brought in, Rafinha, he looks more dangerous than Nicolas Pepe right now. I'm not saying he's a better player, he looks more dangerous, isn't it? When we get it, it's too much stuttering, mumming, and ahhing as to 
what needs to happen next. But then that's just down to how, like, look, I'm, bro, I'm not jumping on Arteta at all because I still think he's the right man for the job because, to be honest with you, I can understand why Arteta will play how he is because if, def- if you can't trust your defence, you have to do something about it, innit? But Leeds, in a sense, this players that you're mentioning, when they also took over from Leeds, it didn't really add much to it. This is just him, like, this is just his style of play, innit? This is what he wants them to do. And that's the reason why they're playing like that. Yeah. And of course, of course. So I don't think, I don't think, really, like, yes, I hear what you're saying. I'm not going to say, oh, the players you got are the best in the Premier League or so forth. No, like, they're not. They're not. They're not. I know near. that. But at the end of the day, these players are still good enough, bro. Like, the same shit. Yeah, they can still make it. They can still make it. It's still good enough, bro. Like, no, I get it. And that's, that's the point I was trying to make in terms of, I let Adi um, jump in. But the point I was trying to make in terms of, like, giving managers time, that we have to give our team the time in it. So if we're saying that these players can turn it around, then we've got to give them time in it. All these managers that we speak about, um, Bielsa, the Ajax manager, um, Nuno at Wolves, these managers have been in, they're like three years into their pro- projects now. Yeah. I'll tell you, they're like three years into their projects. So when they first came, I'm sure my boy, my boy's a Liverpool fan that's in the other group, innit? And he's always like, yeah, there's no problem with Arteta because when we got Klopp, trust me, if I had Liverpool fans that were telling me, this guy's not the guy. Mm-hmm. And now look at Liverpool now on top of the world right now, isn't it? Yeah. So that's why I'm fully, I'm fully invested into it. I didn't want Arteta at start. I've made that very clear. I'm in, I'm there now and I'm with him and we have to give him time. Whether it's this players that he's going to turn around or he's going to get the transfer windows he needs and get the right players in to turn it around, which I think is what he needs because the players we have are not good enough. My right back shit, Shaka shit, the, uh, we, there's just players that aren't good enough in it. So I definitely think he has to be given time. And with that time comes better players. With better players, hopefully comes better performances, better performance, better results. Pretty simple for me. Cool. Go on, Adi. You got anything to say? Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with Ham. I think Arteta definitely needs the time because from what you can see, Arteta's a tactician, isn't it? So given the players, I think he'll do a lot better. So it's one of those ones that Give him the time, let him buy the players he needs to put his philosophy out there and actually be able to to do what he needs to do. And obviously, Arsenal fans, it's one of those situations you just have to dead your expectations. Mm. Yeah, you just accept this is a long-term project, dead your expectations, and just watch it go slowly. Um, I think one of the unfortunate things for Arteta at the moment is that once you're on a run, everything starts to get on your back. Yeah, it amplifies. Yeah, it amplifies. And let's not, like, everything gets into your, like, your psyche, right? So he might now go a bit more defensive than he used to because he's now a bit worried that I can't lose another game. Especially the Tottenham. You get me? So all those little things that actually he might play a certain way, but now because you're losing games and it's stacking up, in the back of his mind, it's like, I need to be careful. I can't maybe I can't express myself as much as I'd like to. So I think that's, that's, that's the worry in the immediate future. But like, hopefully you guys like finish wherever you finish. I, I wouldn't like to see you guys go down. But, yeah. but you know what? Another, All right, Roy Keane. All right, Roy Keane. Another thing I would like to add to it, yeah, is like, bro, like, one thing I thought, bro, I like Arsenal fans to have the same energy at all times. And this is another thing that annoys me about it, bro. It's the fact that, Bro, I fully understand what you're saying and where you're coming from, Jaime, but not just not necessarily. Sometimes you do this too. I always tell you, sometimes you do this. But Arsenal fans, they know how to be humble and and start relaying all the problems the team have 
when they're in situations like this. But I don't, when as soon as they beat United or even you are actually at the beginning of the season, or oh, do you need any more players? He was like, no, we're good where we are to you. But all of a sudden, now you're naming players that positions where you can add players. I'm not saying, do you know what I mean? But just have the same energy all the time, innit? That's my no, so you're saying that I didn't need that. We didn't need a new right back or something. Or we didn't need Thomas Party. Bro, I was, oh, wow, I, the question it. at the beginning of the season, we went through it, but I was like, oh, so like, I was like, Addy, what would you like to add? Blah, blah, blah. So when you had Party, you were like, no, I'm good. We don't need any more players. Yeah, if we didn't get him, we didn't get him. I'm just yeah, realistic. I know my, like, we don't have money. <laughs> like, I hear what you're saying, bro. I hear what you're saying. So I, you of course you guys need to keep the same energy, bro, because you know how to relate all these problems when you're in trouble, innit? But then, as soon as you guys are on top, this like, oh no, we, we haven't been on top. We haven't we're been on this, top. We're better than that. We're di- not on top. What I mean, you know what I mean. As soon as you guys win a couple fight. of games, fight, please. No, but if we beat United, of course I'm going to be up in spirits. We beat no, United. No, forget 100%. United. No, forget I know United, what. Bro. I understand what where Tom's coming forget from. Forget United. And look, the United game, you can do that. That's a grudge match. One hundred percent. That's a grudge match. I will never, I will never ever like get you down for like going at United because that's a grudge match that match has been going on for years isn't it do you know what I mean but I know Arsenal fans bro just keep the same energy all the time like it's as simple as that bro like you know me bro United lose I'm going to be the first to cost United but you guys as soon as you like that team is on top one bit all of a sudden all this oh we don't need players this player is not good or this player is not that you would never hear that before you, 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 that you, had, you would have thought maybe other fans you heard that from me you would have thought you had the best players in the world fam Oh, nah, Gab- nah, nah, Gabriel nah. played one one or two games. Oh, we're good now. Up defending problem. Like Mar- um, Tierney played one game or two game. Is the best left back in the Premier League. He's not the best left back <laughs> in the Premier League. No one ever said that. But I get you. Yes, no one ever said be that. Very specific. Those Arsenal fans that know themselves in our red divided group. That they're yeah. very loud. They're very loud, bro. They're very loud Just when keep- us. When Arsenal are doing what United aren't, not you specifically have. I know what, I know what they know that annoys me about it yeah, is that I don't like, bro, I'm, I'm not trying to say that what you're saying is not right in terms of what's happening at Arsenal, right? I agree with you, you know, and I'm with you in terms of like give or take the time. But is is the fact that all these problems that Arsenal fans relay, because I heard like basically same problem you were saying, quite a, I had a few chats with Arsenal fans. Everyone will say it so humbly, but when Arsenal win one or two games, and United lose one, bro. I know what, like, you would I never hear this problem. Split. That group is split, so those guys chime in quickly. <laughs> but anyway, let's just move on anyway. But, like, as Hadi said, I wish you guys stay there. <laughs> nah, just, 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 um, touching on that. I think it's the same all around, isn't it? I think every fan in the world, when it comes to football, you're going to support your team when you're high, and there's low moments that come with it, innit? And there's some fans that are a bit mad, some fans just don't cut can't smell their own team shit in it and that happens to United fans well, I've got loads of United fans that argue with me telling me that yeah no Man United are not shit we're fine we're, we're, we're the Man United of old or yeah your team's much much worse than ours uh, we have that conversation all the time in it so I think that uh, across the board in it when it comes to fan base you're going to you get individuals you need crazy people regard- yeah you, you need that and you're going to get individuals like myself and there's other people out there who are just going to see it for what it is in it because I don't see football like that no more in it I'm a grown man in it so maybe before I would be like die hard and I would never want to see, but now I can fully see the worst in my team. I was one of the first, first people, and you can speak to any of my bridges when it comes to, yeah, we need, we need Arsenal to go out. And I was probably one of the only people that went against the green. So I know, like, when I'm watching my team, I can only speak for myself, you know, I can't speak for other Arsenal, but when I'm watching my team, 
I can dissect what I think is the problem. I'm never always right in it. And that's one thing about myself. I never want to, I'm never going to go out there and say I'm always right. But I can dissect what I think is the problem. And we have to, and I have to be realistic with it. So yes, I think we need a new right back. Are we going to get a new right back? Have we got one? No. I understand my board is shit. I think Granite Shaka is a piece of shit. Have we, got, have we replaced him? He still plays. <laughs> so you have to be realistic as a fan, isn't it? And there's a lot of fans out there that aren't realistic. And that's for United fans. Um, Chelsea fans, there's all type of fans out there, innit? But I guess it's part of football, innit? I guess it's part of the band. Yeah, right? I get, I guess so, innit, bro? Because I say, like, what? It's just like, bro, like, I get the worst from Arsenal fans because even stuff that don't relate to United, someone you could be having a conversation, we can be talking about just Arsenal, you know, just Arsenal. All of a sudden, they'd be like, oh, but United, and, bro. We're talking about Arsenal, bro. Yeah, no one's ever gonna want. No one's ever want to hear badness on their team, though, isn't it? No, Everyone's bro. Like, but if you're talking about a specific topic, if you're telling me we're talking about Martial, I'm not gonna like all of a sudden. Because Addy, look like, at the start of this conversation. We're talking about Cavani. Tommy said, "Yeah, Aubameyang doesn't do this. Aubameyang <laughs> doesn't do that." No, but that is. I'm. I'm no, that was a compar- com- I was, That was different, isn't it? That's com- comparing like the movements in terms. Of I know, I get it, but, I, but the point now, is, you you still brought him up to make your point. That's the point. No, that's no, but I'm not bantering. Aubameyang. I'm no, not, no, you're not banning. I'm different. just saying, you're still bringing him up to make your. No, point. I could have used which anyone. Value, but he was value. the only one that came to my mind at the time. I could have used absolutely anyone, but exactly. The, but you didn't. But you yeah, did. It was the only one that came to my mind at the time. But I'm talking about bantering someone. Like I'm not gonna like if I want to cuss Aubameyang, I'll be free to cuss Aubameyang, bro. But I know it's not Aubameyang's fault. It's not all his fault at the moment that he's not scoring goals. I'll be the first one to cuss Aubameyang if I wanted to. I know, bro. But I know it's, if you don't get chances, how do you expect to score? It's as simple as that, and that's the and that's the problem with Arsenal at the moment. But yeah, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. All right, um, well, what's all right. We've, 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 you guys started the season off bad last year. You finished third with my boy, so it can happen. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we start the season bad and we finish high. Isn't it? Hopefully, <laughs> it's a long season, isn't it, man? We'll see. There's 28 games to go, man. Yeah, 28 games. Still a lot of games to play. Talking about a lot of games. Um, obviously, you guys heard um Klopp's run again. On um on a weekend, what do you guys think? Do you think guys is think he's actually playing mind games now, or what's like what is he what is he getting at? I don't know what Adi has to say first. I think me and you spoke offline, Tom, but I haven't spoken to Adi yeah. about it. Uh, whether it's mind games or not, you know what? I think part of it is mind games, and I think part of it is just being hurt, right? Because these things only affect you when it's, they only actually affect you when it's affecting you negatively, mm. right? If you forget, if they weren't dropping any points or anything like that, or weren't getting, like, as many injuries, he wouldn't even, he wouldn't say that. Or even if he had the injuries and was still picking up points, he wouldn't probably say as much as he did, right? And we know historically historically, right, no matter how... The same thing I said about the psyche thing for, um, like, Arteta. If you keep spitting things into the air, someone somewhere is going to try and adjust something so that it doesn't seem to be biased, right? Mm. And which, is a, which is a dangerous thing because in their mind, they're like, okay, I need to push it away and not make it look as if it's, like, cheating, but all those rants are very powerful. They're very powerful. They can get things in your way because you might see Pep say something before a big match saying, oh, this referee always sides this person. Let me throw that in the air. 
So it's it's an interesting thing. I think it's a thing that hasn't really mind games hasn't left the game. It's just different now. It's just not as obvious as it was back in the day. I mean, you had the best for it, didn't you? <laughs> no, <laughs> bro, I, don't, I love it. Like, I'm not even going to lie. It's one of those things that back in the day, I used to argue that, no, we don't get preferential treatment, all of this. No, I don't care. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. We need all but you the know you did, though, get. back in the day, though, right? Let's just make that clear. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, thank you. Thank you. There's United, there's, the point I tried to make earlier as well, I'm going to let you go, but there's United fans out there that still would look you dead in the eye and say, no, we never got preferential treatment back in the day. Fucking wallets, but yeah, God. Because even um, Troy Dini said it a couple of days ago. Um, I was listening to an interview, and he was saying that it happens, and it's going to continue to happen. Mm. Like he said, it's happening for them in the championship because Watford are the bigger team. Yeah. So it's it's just part of life. Get bigger in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but um. Actually, no, Ham, you touched on it first, actually, before I go on. Go on. Well, of... I think the mind games is definitely it's something that happens, isn't it? It happens in, I think, it's not just sport, in it? I think even in life or business. It's just because all you're trying to do, personally, I think, anyway, you're just trying to com- gain a competitive advantage, in it, on your opponent. So if you look back at Fergie, he would say things to get an advantage on, on Arsene Wenger or the rest of the league or whoever he was playing or try and put pressure on the referee. Yeah. So the referee's got it in his back of the mind when it is a tight decision in the game. Oh shit, Fergie did say blah, blah, blah. Let me not, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or Fergie did say that, oh, we don't get enough time added or let me add seven minutes instead of just two. <laughs> so I get it. I get why managers do it. I get why Klopp's doing it 100%. And it might be for the interest of his club, but it's definitely to gain some type of advantage for his own club in it and like I said I, I wouldn't have known about my games until I see Ferguson doing it and but that man was the master tactic he was the master at it <laughs> he, he even got Rafa Benitez trying to play my games and they fucking cocked up the league when he said <laughs> facts 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 he got into Kevin Keegan's head I'd absolutely love it if they lose love it and it fucking backfired for him as well <laughs> you know what I'm I don't think Newcastle won a game or not after that game and United went on to win the league at Akanta when Newcastle's already in the league, I don't. Th- I think him and Wenger went back and forth. I don't think Wenger really played into it that much because I, I, I think Wenger realized that wasn't really his strength in it. But um, I think it happens. Jose Mourinho is probably the best for it right now. Definitely the best for it right now. I think when Jose does it, I think he's all. I think he's sending a message to everyone, to his own <laughs> players, to his fans, to the referee, yeah, to the opposition. Yeah. I think I think he's got the mind game thing on lock in it. He's got that thing on lock. Everything, and I think it's because of that. He, I think Jose's one is because he was never really a player. So, obviously, him as a coach, learning from Bobby Robson and then being at Barca, then going to Porto, managing these small clubs and then making it. No one would have ever thought Jose Mourinho is who he is today. Isn't it? If you ask anyone 34 years ago, they would just thought he's a sideman. So, I think he's used that whole mind gauge thing to his advice. And it's worked everywhere he's gone. So, if it's going to work, why not? It's not illegal. You can say what you want to say, isn't it? So, and it's- I'm, here, I'm all here for it, innit? I'm all here for the mind game. I love it. I don't play the sport professionally. So, I'm all here for any any bit of smoke that I can hear. You see when Conte and Mourinho were going at it and I thought them I were going to fight when they saw each other? I was on that. <laughs> I loved it. I was on it. I wanted to see them man fight at the Stamford Bridge. Swing it out. You know it got so peak when Conte said, when I see him, don't worry, me and him are going to have words. <laughs> <laughs> so I, li- I like the mind games. I like. I think if I was a player, personally for me, I don't think I would pay any mind to it. it? Like I would just be the gaffer just trying to take the pressure off us so we can do our job in peace and quiet. And he's just trying to take the pressure off us. He's going to handle everything else in the media. Let's just do our job. Let Fergie do his thing. 
And I think United was a testament to that. You guys never really let it bother you. You won 13 league titles with Fergie still moaning. Yeah. So yeah, I'm all here for it, man. I ain't got nothing. But the thing is, like, we do it out in, in street, right? So let alone a business that's worth billions. Tom, you remember when we were in college and yeah. we'd go and play like um, pro Evo tournaments and yeah. we would F up the opponents. Bro. Like, F them up. Like, bro, the mouth would continue running. The F, like, literally, you had people just angry, like, living their lives angry because you just F them up mentally and that was it. It was done. It was so, yeah. me and Ade were so cheeky with it. We would go and play pro. The guy had to ban us from coming. We go and play <laughs> pro, like, and you know me, like, when pro was out back then, I was, obviously, people would say, yeah, yeah, but I was one of the, I, bro, I still say it now, I was one of the best, bro. So me and Ade were going to play, there was three of us, in it? But our, our other guy always lets us down. We always go. <laughs> I wasn't the other guy, by the way, people. It wasn't, it wasn't. I, didn't know, I didn't know these men in college. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't Han. It was our, our friend, Akeem, always lets us down. We go in Sorry, there. Hakeem still. We go, we go in there, aiming to get first, second and third, didn't it? Bro, me and Ade could be losing a game. Bro, that was the first game I played. I think I was in like a... I was the guy was beating me three 0 in the first half, and I was smiling, and I was telling the guy, <laughs> "Don't worry, like, bro." But, but bear in mind at that point, yeah, his mind was f. Like, I was like, Adi would be like, "Oh, why are you playing with it, Tom? Tom, why don't you just finish him now?" I'm like, "No, I just wanted him to gain some confidence, so I could finish him second in the second half, bro." I beat psychological him. advantage, isn't it? Yeah, bro, I beat him like seven three in the second half. The guy was so angry, like, nah, this guy's are cheating. They must be doing something. Yeah. <laughs> there was a semi-final. It was me against Tom. And I was like, oh, Tom, do you want to play in the final or should I? Like, we didn't even play each other. It was like, I... yeah. So I understand yeah. how it gets to people, right? Being on the other, <laughs> on the other side. Because to me, it was banter. But you yeah. could see how it affected the way people played. It definitely does, bro. It definitely does. So, and like... As you said, Fergie was a master at that, innit? So it's just it's just to gain a competitive advantage, innit? Like with Fergie, he knows how to control the media, his players, everyone, innit? Like the he knows when. To, like he said in his book that when he when he puts and um, when he's touching his time, he doesn't know. He doesn't have a clue what time it is. <laughs> he's, like, he's, he said he does not have a clue what time it is. He just pointing at it so the ref can see. And and as you said, Ham, like. You can't lie that it did work. Do you get what I mean? So if we're going to get decisions because of that, of course. And what people also got to understand, though, isn't it, that Fergie created that in himself, isn't it? You have to get yourself to a certain point to be able to start making, like, playing games like that. You can't just step into the league all of a sudden and think you can do so and so. Well, apart from Marino, he came in straight playing nine games. <laughs> like... You, you can't just step in the league just but I think the only difference when you play mind game now though is that we have so much access to football like what's happening behind football now that it's not it's not that easy anymore like with the it's not as effective yeah, yeah it's yeah, not yeah. as effective anymore with the technology we have available to us like with Marino the other day like just saying nonsense about oh my players will be um will be upset in the changing room they're not going to be upset in the changing room because because you was making defensive sub. Exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. You, if you went to come and win the game, why would they be upset? You guys came out for the point. You got your point. But obviously, he's trying to deflect the um, the media from asking the questions they really wanted to ask. It's the yeah, perfect why move. Are you so poor? Yeah. Why are you so negative? Why is it so negative? It's the perfect move. And with Klopp, 
in terms of him going on about so and so, like we played just a amount of games, like Gary Neville. Um, so Sky yeah, he Sports, broke it down. He broke it out the other one. day, and he broke it down that it is all these games that playing has been no difference to any other season. Gary Neville's broke it down, and in terms of like the two teams that's had that's had the like the worst runs of games, I've been like. Over the years, has been Chelsea and United. All these games that Liverpool's been playing has been no different to any other season. Like they broke it down, so we have like the resources available to us now to actually look into it. So you don't just say things for the fun of saying it. Like, but I think I think it's still like I think it's still important to say because I know. Remember when Fergie said it, nothing changed in it. But yeah, yeah. Said, no, no, I hear you. Fergie though. said it every year. Yeah, yeah I hear you. Like, and Gary Neville was saying it too. after Champions League games, but. It never changed anything. Yeah, but Gary, Neville, on yeah. Gary Neville was saying all this thing that Klopp has been saying. It was it was laughing Monday Night Football. That I've had a manager that's been saying it for what, <laughs> like eighteen years. Nothing has changed. Like Fergie's been saying that year after year. Bro. So it's just, but yeah, like if you can do it, like you're great at it, and it and it does happen for you, then great in it. But but I love to see it though. I love it, especially Mourinho. No, I love to see it. I love to yeah, see. I just want to. I just want to see. I just want to see them fight, bro. Like you know, when 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 Mourinho was about to swing it out at Stamford Bridge, bro, I'm all here for that. Because you see me, I'm a type of man that if I say something, best believe it. I just say I ain't the toughest, baddest guy I've been saying. But if I say something, I'm backing my shit up in it. So I'm not. I'm not running from you when I see you. If I said something in the media, best believe it, if I see you face to face, if if you want the smoke, you can get it. <laughs> you can get it. Okay. They ain't I wasn't playing. That. I weren't playing my games. For fun, I was actually playing my games for real, bro. Like I was actually on it. <laughs> yeah, and I think Pep, I think Pep and Klopp, I think, and Oli to an extent as well, because Oli did. I think Oli was the first one this season to break the mold and say that after the Istanbul game, it was a travesty that the authorities set you up to fail, innit? I think those yeah. were the exact words. Yeah, and obviously Klopp backed him, and obviously Guardiola is in on this whole. They don't like that. There's no five subs, and then why do we have to play so early? After we're the ones that's representing England in Europe anyway. So I think it's cool that they're in unison, but the league is bigger than just Liverpool. It's just it's bigger than the top six, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? So well, you know I what? Understand, to be honest, I understand why they're doing it. Yeah, I understand. I understand and I did have sympathy to like Ford for like Liverpool. Like, not that I like Liverpool, but after Gary has actually broken it down on Monday night football, I just thinking, what is he really talking about actually? Like, so if that's if this has been happening all throughout the years and like and Gary's they've actually done the math on like on Monday Night Football that even if there was to play the worst case scenario even if there was to play this amount of games it still wouldn't have been different from any other season so yeah uh, I I think we've always known that I think we've always known that the more successful you are the more games you're going to play I think we've always known that I just think it's the fact that this season because obviously it being crammed and with COVID I think that's where all the managers' gripe lies into, isn't it? Because yeah. remember, all the other leagues, bro, have got five subs. And Tom, you always say about the European leagues, they back their top teams. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. And that's what I was going to say. And that is and a we never do of that. the league, innit? So we're, like, we're not even giving the top size five subs, fair enough, whether that's yes, whether that's right or wrong. Then we're not even giving them like the late kickoff when they come back from a European yeah, game. Yeah, no, nah, it's ridiculous. It's like we're sabotaging them. <laughs> yeah, it's, been, like, it's a detriment to the league, isn't it? Because it's been going on for years. It's been going on since Bergen that was there. Like, we're. And you expect these teams to do well, so to go and represent you in the Champions League. How, like, how do you expect them to go and represent you in the Champions League if you're not supporting them? And all the other leagues 
are doing that for their teams. So, exactly, yeah. So we like the money over here, isn't it, man? I mean, come on, bro. Yeah, Premier love League. the money. Premier love, League love the paper, bro. Yeah, love the money. I think, like, and I think the 12 o'clock, they were talking about it Monday night football. So they're not willing to lose that Asian market. So I think that the 12 o'clock kickoff is for, like, the Asian market. And no way the Premier League <laughs> wants to lose that word. They're not we ready. Love, we, we love the pound sterling over we're, here. They're not stupid. They're not stupid. And I think the maximum you can play a season is six. You can't play more than six games on that 12 o'clock slot. All the teams are signed off to it, innit? So, yeah. Jurgen Klopp does have a problem. I do believe that BT Sport was interviewed. Whoever, whoever interviewed him, he did stand his ground, innit? And everything yeah. he was saying was spot on. Yeah. Because remember, your CEO for your club has signed off on this, bro. Mm. It's not BT Sport didn't spring this up on Liverpool and say, "Yeah, you man are playing right <laughs> Your CEO, who I can't remember his name, I know their old one was Ian Eyre, whatever his name was, was the guy in charge. Yeah, mm. knew about this along with the other nineteen Premier League teams. Yeah, yeah, and they knew how the money was going to be broken down, and they knew, and they all signed off with it. And said, "Yeah, we're good to go. Like, yeah. We're good to go." Yeah, that's true. I think Gary was saying it the other day. I think Sky Sports gets the first pick, and if you're BT, Sky Sports has got the first picks. What, what are you gonna pick? Are you gonna be picking all the other dead teams to come and play at twelve o'clock? Burnley. Yeah, don't nobody <laughs> want to see Burnley against Sheffield United at midday. <laughs> you know what I mean, you're gonna pick the best, like best thing that suits you. To be honest with you, like that's what you're gonna do. So it's quite funny, but yeah, and there's an argument to say that you're getting all this money. You get the money is isn't split evenly, so you're getting more money to build a bigger squad. A bigger squad should equate to a better squad. And a better squad should equate to you being able to rotate your squad better, so you shouldn't really have a problem. There's an argument for that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's true, 100%. It's true. I understand. But hey, hopefully... But I understand yeah. where managers are coming from. My last yeah. point, I understand where managers are coming from in terms of not wanting to rotate their squad too much because it does fuck up the chemistry of the starting 11. You may have a, you may have a squad of 25, yeah? That don't, you lot all play football, man. That don't mean you want to use every player in that 25, bro. Yeah. But you know what? That's another... only 14 man that you really want to use, isn't it? <laughs> but you know another point that was actually... I think when Gary was obviously making this point in terms of... Actually, I wanted to ask you guys this because they were saying that um, the amount of games that Liverpool was playing is no different to any other season, which is true, isn't it? But um, I think what... So, obviously, Jamie was then asking him, if it's no different, so what, how do you explain this amount of injuries that the Premier League is getting in it? Well, especially like Liverpool. But then I think Gary said something about, obviously, you know what you've like been saying in terms of like, you know the intensity that Liverpool plays with? And clubs tend to use the same, like 11 play starting 11 all the time. Yeah. Do you mm. think like the total, like, the, like they're finally beginning to break down? Or I don't know whether this is me, this is a stretch in it. Because if you think about it, they've been playing at a top level for like what, two, three seasons? playing so many games and he tends to use the same plays majority of the time or less if they're injured like and with the intensity they play with what he expects from them on the pitch do you think like they finally need to break the fight like what finally breaking down because just play too much minutes it could be it depends if it's muscle injuries then you could that's the only way you could really equate it to that if it's like anything other than that then that's just a freak accident but if it's muscle injury if it's muscle fatigue then yeah, yeah. that's my view as well um, yeah like yeah. literally so, from my experience, just me being me, right, when I get hit and I get hit hard, most of the time that doesn't even result in, in injuries. But you get all these freak injuries by just turning wrong and stuff like that that don't even have to do with fatigue. So and that's got nothing to do with, yeah, the amount of games, yeah. 
So you get some that are going to be muscular. Maybe that person's particularly yeah. tired. But then, and it doesn't, the person that gets the muscular injury doesn't even need to be the person that's played the most. Yeah. Right. It's just that their body can't handle whatever they've done at that. The demands, that's what they put on them. Yeah. So it doesn't, it doesn't have to be lots. It can be little, but their body Mm -hmm. can't just handle it. And then you've got the freak injuries, like the ACL injuries, stuff like that. You can. Like Van Dyke's one, isn't it? Bro, Mm -hmm. I've I've seen girls with ACL injuries just like literally falling down, not doing anything. So. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those. I think it was I think quite Liverpool's one is like muscle injuries too, I think they were saying. But yeah, no, nah, it's it's a shame anyway, but that means the league team should have broken down four or three years uh, ago then when Beyond took over. Because that league team, yeah, they don't stop running. Yeah, right, that's bro. true. So if anything, they should have broken down. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's easier to blame it. It's easier to blame it on the exit like the way the games are. But any, it, it could be a number of reasons. A number. The guy is enough water. And to be fair, the injury, like, um, like Liverpool has been favoured over the last couple of years with, like, injury lists. So, like, obviously, it's a shame they're going through this. But, obviously... It's like... not a shame, my friend. What a shame? It's not a shame. <laughs> not a shame. <laughs> yeah, like, the injuries, like, the players, they've been, like, they've been good with, it in, um, with like, the medical table apart from like um plays are always there like like um Chamberlain <laughs> he's Ox is always there anyway. Ox is always injured Matip, yeah. Matip's always injured Henderson's yeah. always in and out and those yeah. are those particular players right it doesn't change like, yeah you get me Welbeck's not playing a lot but he's always injured yeah so yeah, yeah. so it's a shame man. but hey. yeah the demands of the modern game on a footballer now is more intense than it ever has been yeah like ever has been the game's faster now it's much faster you have to you can't be like like, think about the strikers that used to play for, like, an Ipswich or, like, a Huddersfield. Them type of big-body strikers there, yeah. But that's not part of football now. It's not It's not there. Like, even when... And I'm only going to touch on this a little bit, but even when I was at, like, Dulwich, at um, pre-season, the first day of pre-season, you would get... You would get weighed, yeah? And then they would also... um There's this, like... Oh, what's that metal thing that, that clips away your body fat? The clippers or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, they're clippers. So, you'll get weighed and they'll clip the body fat to see how much you've put on over the summer, innit? So by the end of the so by the end of the six week um preseason training now obviously every player from different positions would have had to drop down to a certain weight, isn't it? And that's just at semi pro level. Mm. So I'm talking about fast forward the game now to like 10, 15, 10, 15 years now, you can't get away with nothing now. You, you're getting given programs now, yeah, over the summer as to what you should be doing whilst you're on holiday. <laughs> yeah. Whereas back in the day, enjoy enjoy your holidays. When I used to, when we used to leave when we finished the season at Dallas, you'd be like, boys, enjoy your holidays, preseason. And everyone's thinking, fuck, I'll come back for pre-season, but you know what, I'm going to enjoy my summer, innit? You can't even do that now, because the demands of the football game now is just like, you almost have to be fit yeah. all year round. Kind of yeah. like boxers. You know, like Floyd says, I stay boxing ready all year yeah. round. Yeah, yeah. I'm not Ricky Hatton, that when I just train for a fight, and then I, when I'm not fighting, I'm looking yeah. up. <laughs> but those are the top players with the right mentality, to be honest with you, so um, they'll do that. I remember, like, the Leeds documentary, the Leeds players, as soon as they got back, they were all worried, boy. No, <laughs> no one wanted to get weight, boy. No one wanted to I used get... to hate it, man. Yeah. I used to hate getting weighed, man. Fucking me and my chubby self to coming in. <laughs> <laughs> coming in, getting weighed, and they'd be like, yeah, Hamid, yeah, you've got 15 kg to lose in six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i like, fuck, I shouldn't have drank all them drinks with the boys, man. <laughs> no, it's cool. So you're saying what you got for us this week, game of the week? Ah, 
Game of the week, game of the week. That was actually an enjoyable episode, boys. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. Yeah, I did. Man. Thanks for cheering me up after our horrible <laughs> result. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought I'd cheer you boys up as well. And um, <laughs> So, game of the week. What is it? Is it Ade, you're winning 4-3, right? Yeah. Yeah. You won. Okay, cool, cool. So, this week is pretty simple. It's straightforward. We're going to go back to the good times. One of the happiest days of um, my footballing... I would say football in life, just as a fan. I think this this goes into Tommy's point about <laughs> when United are doing bad, yeah, other fans love it. <laughs> so <laughs> this quiz is basically Man City's first title win, yeah. <laughs> Remember, United <laughs> lost the league, people, on the last day, okay? And I'll never forget watching that game because fucking Q- QPR weren't even playing football. They were trying to stay up, innit? Yeah, they were trying to And stay. they went 2-0 up. And I think, what the fuck is going on? United cannot win the league. I can't what, I can't bear United <laughs> in another league. I can't bear it. Because up until that point, you don't, you don't have won 12, innit? I think, you're fucking heck, bro. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we're going to go back to that lovely day of when you guys lost the league on the final day mm. to the blue half of Manchester. And all I need you guys to do is give me the starting 11 for both teams. For Man United, and Man City, there's 22 players. Oh, yeah. That's gonna be yeah. I need to start. So what I'm gonna do is a bit different to Tom's one. So basically, um, Ade, if you decide to go first, you will go first. Give me a name, then Tom will go. Then Ade, you will go. Then if Tom gets one wrong, he'll just be frozen out, and then Ade, you can keep going. But if you, but if you, if you stop, then Tom can come back in. Okay. Okay. Yeah. How long can we so, go for though? Yeah, so you can just no. I'm saying it has to be like like that. I can't. I'm, I'll be letting you know if it's time in it. I can't be having you say um, Oleg Luzny and then um, 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 Stefano. Yeah. yeah. So it's only the United and City. We don't. We're not yeah. So you can interchange. Player. You can say you might say a City player. You might feel like, oh, Tom doesn't know the City players. Let me just go with my City players. Mm. Uh, I'm going to be yeah. out of this quick. In all honesty, <laughs> try to but remember. You can it. come back in though, because if Tom, if Tom's not on a roll, then you can come back in, and then you might be able to. Um, Make up the points. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So I think quick, you, so, this quiz um, will take two minutes. Quick, quick two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you let me know. Ade, you're winning um, for free. So I, you let me know I'm if saying you want to go first. Or just not. starting 11, yeah? No substitution. No, nah, no subs. I don't want no subs. It's starting 11 for both teams. All right, cool. All right. I should have made I'll, it harder. I should have said the starting 11 for Sunderland and QPR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, maybe that's the bonus round, hey? <laughs> Oh, so yeah, boys. Whenever you're ready, let me know who wants to go. Either you want to go first, or you want to hand it over to your boy. No, I'm, I'm gonna go first. Not, <laughs> okay, cool. So just remember, it's the starting eleven. Man United were playing Sunderland away at the Stadium of Light, and City were at home to QPR. I need the starting eleven for both teams. Right. Whenever you're ready, Ade. All right. To make it easy, I will say Wayne Rooney. Aguero. Yeah. Aguero. Yeah. Um. Ferdinand? Yep. My Wrong. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yes, I did. All right. You're right, you're right. Yeah, we are. Go on, oh, Jay. He is okay. Oh, Michael Carrick? Yes, you're right. <sighs> Go on, I did. Joe Hart. Yeah, you're right. Go on, T. David De Gea? Yeah, you're right. Guitar. Um, Vincent Company. Yep, you're right, Ade. Go. Phil Jones. Yep, you're right. So you go, Ade. Um, Edin Zeko. 
All right, you're all frozen out. T, you can go. I can go, yeah? Yeah. Aguero? No, you said Aguero already. Oh, so, um, sorry. Yaya Torre? Yeah, go. Shouldn't that freeze him out? Shouldn't that freeze him out? Incorrect. (laughs) No, 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 it doesn't freeze him out. Go, what did you say? David Silver, yeah, go. Keep going. Yeah. Um, Danny Welbeck? You're frozen out. Ade, you're back in. Um, Okay, who am I going to say? Gary Neville? You're frozen out, Addy. Tom, you're back uh, in. I'm back in. Yeah, um, Mikkel Richards. Mikkel Richards. Mikkel Richards. You're frozen out, Addy. You're back in. What? Um, Balotelli. You're frozen out. T, you're back in. <laughs> Zabaleta. God, T, keep going. Damn. Um, Smallins. You're frozen out, Addy. You're back in. Um, what's his name? Gibson. You're frozen out. T, you're back in. Um, damn. I'll go with Giggs. Yeah, go on. Um, it's Chris Nanny. Over. I didn't hear you. What'd you say, Nanny? You're frozen yeah. out. Add it, you're back in. Quiz is over. Fletcher. You're frozen out. Add it. T, you're back in. Um, Evra. Yeah. Um, Vidic. Frozen back in. Negredo. You're frozen out. T, you're back in. <laughs> Who else is there? You played up top with Rooney. Quick, quick. quick. I need it's an answer. I need eight, an answer. Um, Chico Rito. Chico Rito. You're frozen out. Add it, you're back in. <sighs> There's still five City players, and there is still six United players. Raphael. You're frozen out. T, you're back in. Um, you're John O'Shea. Out. You're back in. Uh, you're frozen I. out. T, you're back in. Nobody said Skolzy. So, T, there you go. Okay, Skolzy. I've already conceded this game. Um, who else is there? I need a name. Is it Dion? Ade, you're back in. You're frozen Dion. out. Ade, you're back Dion. in. Um, who else was that? Think. Um, I need a name. Korolov. Co- Co- You're frozen out. T. You're Colorado. back in. Yeah. Yes. Um, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Um, I need a name. Brady. Hell. Frozen out. Ade. Back in. I can so, see. Final answer. <laughs> I can right, see the quiz. Won that. You want that? <laughs> yes, ten boy. I think T no, T got eleven. Yeah, T got eleven. Ade got four. <laughs> but you could have still pulled it back to so the players <laughs> you missed out: Johnny Evans, Ashley Young, Ryan Giggs, oh. Antonio Valencia, Gail oh, Pichi, fuck. Samir Nasri. I, I, no, I, no, I said Valencia, and then um, on City side, who you missed out? You missed out: Gail Pichi, Samir Nasri, Gareth Barry. And my boy, Carlos Tevez. How do you guys forget that you let Tevez oh, go? From, you let Tevez go from United to City. <laughs> I forgot about that, but I'll you lot were saying that. It was just fucking going back and forth. You lot are coming back. You know, at one point, yeah, you didn't that. get one United midfielder. And I think, what the fuck are you not doing? <laughs> no, I said, yeah, you said carry, but then it was just like bare time until someone said um, another. <laughs> 
Yay. Yeah. My problem is I'm trying to, because I've watched that match, right? I'm trying to remember the people that I remembered waiting at the side. when the Bro, match you added, you got it spot on. I would just remember who was waiting at the side. I saw, I remember I saw Phil Jones's face. I saw Rooney's face. I was trying to think about the players. Yeah, after saw... that, it was just random. No, that was, was just jokes, random. Man. That was jokes. But okay, cool. It's 4-4. Tom, you're back in. Nice, nice little victory nice. for yourself. I thought I, I thought I'd save everyone. No, I because you, you could have still. Let's stop wasting time. I think you had enough players to get a draw. I don't think there was enough for you to win. Right, <laughs> if you want to finish this quiz tomorrow, <laughs> I'm sure you would have said Carlos Tevez, you know, later. Bro, we would have said. My name said, said Yannis. Like, I know Yannis. I think it was Moisey that gave him his debut, didn't it? Right, you can see how desperate I was already. <laughs> No, wait, 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 wait. I was going to say O'Shea. Did you say Barry Gibson? Was... <laughs> I said Gibson, bro. I said Gibson. Oh, man. No, that was not. I was going to say Wait, you know, the thing is, yeah, when Ali was saying his name, yeah, it's only now I realised, oh, he's definitely wrong. But then I think, oh, shit, he might be right. <laughs> I couldn't think of anyone else. Yeah, because when you said O'Shea, I was going to say O'Shea, but I remembered he was playing for Sunderland that day. Yeah, he was playing for Sunderland. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I think he was playing for Sunderland. I think he was playing for Sutherland that day because I remember them showing him after the match. Oh, I don't think you understand how okay. happy I was. You see when they scream Aguero! Oh my god, I was jumping up and down in my room like I was a no. bro. Bro, I was messaging Tom. So basically, I was at my boy's house. This is when I used to live in Crawley for work, and obviously, we had gone to the community community shield that season, Tom. Right? When yeah. We, um, when we beat C three two. So, obviously, I'm already texting Tom that, oh, do you want me to swap out tickets for Community <laughs> Shield? Don't for count your chickens, season. don't count your eggs. So, then, bro, then City scored. So, I literally, this was it. Like, I was at my boy's house, we're sitting down, and I literally just stood up and left. I didn't just say bye, nothing. I just stood up and uh, out. Great day, man. No. Great, I, feel- I, like, I went to, bear in mind, the match finished at, what, three, I mean, what, five o'clock or whatever time? You know, I went to sleep from uh. then until the next morning, bro. <laughs> I thought I'd remind you guys of that great day. No, That's why I came up with the quiz. Aguero! You don't mind your own team. Don't mind them, bro. I, did. I needed something to cheer me up after that performance. You know what I'm saying, okay? I knew this quiz would do that. <laughs> don't worry. When your goal difference becomes positive, come back to us. <laughs> listen, yeah. Listen, we've got um, the North London derby. So I just want to say, listeners, um, the next episode I may not be on, but I haven't been feeling well, so it's not because of the game, it's just I haven't really been feeling well. So I'm putting it there. Disclaimer now if I am not on the next episode, it's because I haven't I've been under the weather. It's got nothing to do with the North London Derby, okay? <laughs> Thank you very much. All right, cool. All right, people, thanks for listening. Um please make sure you follow us on Instagram, YouTube, all the lot, um, Twitter, Facebook. Wherever it is, we're on like basically red at rest divided. Um, is there anything, boys, that you'd like to add? I think we've tried to big up to all our listeners in Nigeria, bit, to be honest. Oh, yeah, big up. Oh, you know what? No, actually, thank God that you actually said that because I actually want to say a big, big, massive like shout out to um, my boy Larry. I know he's the one that's driving this for us in Jamaica. Big up for the yard, man. There, Jamaica, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad it is actually insane bro so Larry really appreciate you for pushing Big this out I appreciate it because that our numbers 
in like um it's probably bigger than the UK at times. Obviously, not the overall. Sometimes it's probably bigger than the UK. Uh, Larry, I'm it's soon touch road, Brendan. It's soon touch road. Episode 55. <laughs> Episode 55, boys. Let's go. Bro. You should fly out there. But, like, yeah, Larry, appreciate that, uh, my bro. So, keep, guys, please keep sharing it with friends and family. Same thing Larry's been doing for us. Please, everyone, now share it to Whoever you have, whether it's Japan, with your girl, your China. side chick, your concubine, your baby mother, your baby mother's brother, share with everybody, the gel man them, share with everyone. <laughs> share with everyone, man. So, um, yeah, appreciate it. Another thing is, in terms of like our um, website, can you please go on the website and um, register to our mailing list, uh, reddivider.com. Like the, your boys are moving up. We've got a website now. <laughs> so, just get on there and just um, sign up. Yeah, anything I else? Good luck lads? against PSG and West Ham. 